Welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media and beyond. I am one of your hosts on this program, Scott McGregor, and you can follow me on Twitter at Scott, num- at Scott McGregor number three. That is Scott McGregor number three. My friends know my email address, and there will be one for the podcast coming out in due time. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and you can also feel free to visit our we- our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast. Once again, that is https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four Dash Beginners, Dash Podcast. It's time for another post-game edition of the Sports for Beginners podcast. And it is another hockey night in Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, we are doing another post-game edition for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But we are not only doing post-game for the Pittsburgh Penguins as they defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning, 6-2 yesterday on Saturday night edition of hockey. We are also going to be taking a look in at the MLB playoff bracket with some eliminations occurring to get us closer to the American League and National League championship series. We will also end off our show with a look at final thoughts before the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen go up against the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes, scheduled to kick off today at 425. All of that and more coming up on this edition of the Post Game Show for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Enjoy. sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters 
Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. And my thanks to Ali Musa for his continued support for our podcast. That right there was his ad for All Over the Map. Be sure to find it out wherever you get your podcasts. And send him an email if you have any feedback or questions at atompodcast819 at gmail.com. Follow him on Twitter at alimusa191. And he's going to join us in just a moment. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to your life with some great hockey content coming soon. Welcome, welcome everybody to the post-game edition for Penguins versus the Lightning. It is the post-game show for the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Thanks in large part to my co-host, Ali Musa, for giving us this room to record in. It is our Sports for Beginners studio, Hockey. We may also talk Battle of Alberta, but we're going to be talking football. To kick us out of, or sorry, to get us going here at the end of it, waiting for us to go on YouTube. It is in the works. We have not yet decided if we're going to do it on YouTube, but this podcast will be dropping right before Bills and Chiefs at 425 all right here is thomas so we're gonna admit him and welcome him into the post game show and while we do that i am going to share my screen so that we can get down to business with the three stars and things of that nature so who are the three stars of the contest? Well, we'll get to those in just a little bit. But as we speak here, hi, hi Thomas, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, everyone. How are we all doing today on the Sports for Beginners podcast? We're doing well. We're doing well. Ali will join us momentarily. Uh, he does have a meeting right now that's coming up. So if he's able to join us as we record, 
we will add him in for the baseball segment and the and the football segment. We will also add him in here for the post game show if he's able to join us. But Thomas, what are the odds the pits? Oh, here we go. Ali is here. What are the odds the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Toronto Maple Leafs go into their games and win both on Thursday night when we last recorded and and then tonight? We'll start with the Pittsburgh Penguins game and we will move on into the and then we will move into the Toronto Maple Leafs who played yeah, the Montreal Canadiens sorry the Ottawa Senators not the Montreal Canadiens and Thomas if you'd like to shed some enlightenment on that in case we don't break it down too much you could you can explain that we may be also doing it on the other side on another on another podcast. Yes, I was just gonna say that on the ice behind the benches, we'll we'll have this post game show as a as a snippet. We'll do the Pittsburgh Penguins snippet of this conversation uh, a little later on. But before I tell you that we're going to talk about the Leafs and the and uh, the Senators, the Battle of Ontario, on my podcast show. Let's talk about the Penguins and the Lightning. <clears throat> yes, let's talk All about right. that. All, All right. right, so... All right, all right, so 6-2 Penguins. I mean, what are the odds? The odds are the odds were pretty much leaning toward Tampa Bay's favor when they had two goals. All they had to do was slam the door on the Pittsburgh Penguins. I I'm not saying they didn't do that. They tried. That they, the did, end, that they did. But in the end, Pittsburgh had the answer. And as a result, the score that they beat, their home opener, the Arizona Coyotes, I believe. Yes, the Arizona Coyotes played the Penguins on Thursday. They beat, yes, the Penguins beat the Lightning, the same, the same score. As the as they did on Thursday night. Before I get down to any other thing regarding Pittsburgh, let's welcome in Ali and ask him how is he doing. Yes, let's do that. Ali, are you there?
Okay, Ali is muted. So what we will do here is I'm just going to straight up tell you, since I don't have three stars up on this uh, shared screen, I'm not sure if you'll be able to see it better, but that's okay. Um, the three stars in this game were Sidney Crosby for the Penguins, Jake Gensel for the Penguins. Again, I'll say it again, Jake Gensel. And Jeff Carter are your three stars of the game. We are going to get to our picks as well as we continue. But Thomas, what stuck out to you in this game besides the fact that the Penguins defeat the Lightning the same score as beat the Coyotes on Thursday night? You know, you know what stood out to me was the fact that we had good goaltending by both by both Pittsburgh and the Lightning. Again, again, a tough match, but in the end, Tristan Jari, just like Arizona, just like back with Arizona, was able to come out with the victory, and. Show some insurance that this is a team who is ready to take it to go all the way to the Stanley Cup class. But it is early in the season. So, guys, don't pick up giving Pittsburgh any type of reassurance that they are playoff teams. They are a playoff team, but I'm not going to try and jump straight ahead and tell you straight up that they are a playoff team. I'm not going to do that. All right, Ali's got his hand up, so I'm going to get his thoughts here. Ali, what stuck out to you about this game, besides the fact that the Penguins able to do it once again, beat beat another team 6-2, to two, like they did to Arizona? Well, I was, on, lo- I was looking Thursday. at the... I was looking at the, the stats. I was looking at all the highlights from yesterday's game. And it seemed last night that the Penguins really had, you know what it seems that it has that, mom- they have that momentum going and they have that and they've got good goaltending and they have like good speed and Crosby has been really off to a great start this year. Now, the only thing for Crosby though, is if he can stay healthy, the um and I know it's only three games, but they have that opportunity to do something, and they may not be a playoff team this year, or they may be, but how far they'll go, it really depends upon what the performance of the team is. That is for sure. That is for sure. So let's get right into it. We're going to do our picks for the three stars in a little bit, but just a reminder to Ali, the three stars of this game were all Penguin players. And before we get to our picks for the player of the game and the bold Penguin, which we'll do before we do our three, our three star pick on either side, if the game had gone Tampa Bay's way or stayed Pittsburgh's way, but they did not score. Uh, but the Lightning did not score. Um, I want to remind everybody, if you heard the last episode, 
If you heard the last, we just lost Ali, but but that's okay. If you heard the last episode of our post game for the Penguins, Jake Gensel scored again. And what does that mean for Pittsburgh Penguin fans in Pittsburgh? Well, it means half off Jake the Shake today at the Milkshake Factory. Yeah, that's right. After every Penguins game, if the Penguins win or lose, and if the and if Jake Getzel scores, the offer for half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory will keep running the day after the game. And it is valid right now after this win over the Lightning. It is valid because Jake is part of a few people who were able to score in last night's game. All right, Thomas, we'll kick it up. We'll kick it over to you for your pick of your three stars for either way. And if you don't know how you would have done it for the Lightning or the Penguins, that is okay. But I'll kick it over to you. All right, so on the Penguin side, my bold Penguin of the game, it has to go to uh, Jake Gensel. And here's why. You look at the shots, you look at the hits, you look at the goals. Had he not been as dominant as he was with Air against Arizona. I'm not saying that he wasn't dominate or he wasn't the most dominating player as all of the other Penguin players, no. But he definitely showed that he's here to continue what he, Crosby, Lutang, and Malkin have started. So for that reason, Jake Getzel is my bold Pittsburgh Penguin of the game. All right, who's your player of the game for Tampa Bay? I mean, it's it's got to go to uh, Steven Stamkos. You want to get on the board early? Just give the puck to Steven Stamkos. He's got he's. He'll take care of he'll take care of everything. He'll get you on the board. And when you when you have guys like him getting you on the board fast, that that sends a message to the team you're facing saying, hey, if you don't score now, this team will run away with the game. That they will. That they will. Um so and Again, and hold on, and hold on. And, okay, well, hold on. Yeah, just, go ahead. Just, just, go ahead. just so I can, just like, just so I can wrap it up for you, in a nice little bow here. Tampa Bay was the defending champs. We all know they were the defending champions. Colorado Avalanches are the new defending champions. When you put a playoff team versus a playoff team together, and you put them in a matchup. And you get a score like you got like you got last night, the Penguins and the Lightning. 
in terms of power plays, in terms of the goals. That just shows you that these teams are ready to compete with each other and will do anything in their power to keep on Steven Sankos's case, they'll do anything in their power to make sure they're still in the game, down or up. And they certainly did do that with another goal coming off, coming off of the stick of another Tampa Bay Lightning player, not Steven Stamkos. This put them... At but this comes in the third period and this comes and this would just go to show you that Tampa Bay is not one to grab a goal and and leave it and leave everything else behind They are not, they are not one to do that. Again, that goal comes off of Braden Point, assisted by Kucherov and Stamkos. After three goals by the Penguins in the third period, including one one on the power play by Brian Rust. All right, so Thomas, as we wait for Ali to to join us again, who, who are your three stars of the game if it went in the Lightning's no. favor? So if it went in the lightning favor, my three stars would be um, Brian Elliott as my third star. Steven Stankos gets number one. And I'm going to go with Braden Point on this one for my second star. He would be my three stars of the lightning game if it went in the lightning's favor. If it went in the lightning's favor, but... The Penguins had two goals. It would have went Crosby, Steven Stamkos, and Braden Point. All right, all right. So how about if, if it, it stayed in Pittsburgh's favor, but was not a full three-headed monster like it like it is right now with Gut with Gensel, Crosby, and Carter? Who would be your Penguins? Well, if it wasn't three well, if it wasn't a three-headed monster, my three stars would go Gensel, Carter, and the goalie Brian Elliott from Tampa Bay. All right. But All if right. it was a three but if it was a three-headed monster like it is, and it was but Tampa never scored. My three stars would go as follow. They would go from Crosby, 
Carter and Genso. Okay, so the other way around, if Lightning did not score. Yeah. All right. The Penguins uh, head out to Montreal, and you can see this game on a new segment on Sportsnet coming at, coming tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Coverage gets started at 6.30. You can also listen to this game on 105.9 BX, the official home radio network of the, Pit, of the Pittsburgh Penguins, as they will do battle at the Bell Center on Monday night. The Lightning will do battle on Tuesday against Philadelphia. Both teams are, for the Lightning, they are 1-2. and two. The Penguins are 2-0 and oh, going into Montreal. And that segment that I was telling you about is called Rogers Monday Night Hockey. That will feature the Penguins and the Montreal Canadiens. And it will also feature the Toronto Maple Leafs' next opponent, the Arizona Coyotes. That is tomorrow on Monday at 7. Coverage on Sportsnet gets started at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So you can catch that on the network. And speaking of which, before we get to Ottawa, before we get to the Ottawa and Toronto three stars and what we've gone through here on this podcast, I'm going to give my bold penguin of the game and player of the game as well as my picks for both sides as to when it went off or or if it got if it had gone either way all right so my bold penguin of the game would be Tristan Jari he was absolutely okay he was okay he was good he was good when he needed to be, and he had a couple of great saves. Again, you guys could check out the highlights. I myself will check out the highlights as well. As you can see on our shared screen, there are the shots on goal, 45, 45 for the Penguins and 36 for the Lightning. So 35 saves made by Brian Elliott to count the six goals that he allowed. 45 or 44 saved, sorry, 44 saved for Brian Elliott. Of the two goals he had to get, or of the two goals he gave up, or of the six goals he gave up, 30, 35 saves for number 35, Tristan Jari, out of 36 shots and two goals that he gave up, that he gave up. Hits were really interesting, but before we get down to that, uh, my player of the game for the Lightning would be Victor Hedman. He did not score in this game, but he was on the board with that assist. 
to Steven Stamkos' fourth goal of the season and first goal of the day in the action. My three stars for the Lightning, if it went the Lightning way, would be Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman, and Brian Elliott. That's if the Penguins did not score. If they did score, and it was 6-2 the Lightning way, it would be Steven Stamkos, Jeff Carter, and Braden Point. If the Penguins won, I would still go with the stars that that you see on your screen. Uh, if you look at your uh, the score apps or anything like that, when you see the three stars, I would go to also the. I would also say that if the Penguins had a full blowout instead of a 6-2 victory, I would take Tristan Jari, my number one star, Jake Gensel, my number two star, and Sidney Crosby at number three. Even though Crosby got us going again, yes, he did it on, he got us going on Thursday with the first goal of the season, and then he gets us going with the first goal of this game, of this game, tying it up before the end of 20 minutes. All right, we'll get Ali's takes on this uh, in our Thursday episode when we do a recap around the NHL. But let's get down to what we will be recapping on, on the ice and behind the benches. And starting with the three stars, we are going to be talking Sends and Leafs. This postgame show continues. And we will take a break after we get through a little bit of talk of Senators and Maple Leafs. And uh, a reminder, the Penguins and Canadians puck drop will happen at 7 p.m. Puck drop for Coyotes and Maple Leafs also at 7 p.m. from I. Uh, and Thomas can give you that notice as well. But let's talk about this game. We are going to talk about it on on the ice and behind the benches. But let's talk about this game, Thomas. Mm-hmm. What impressed you the most from this three-two victory for the for the Maple Leafs over the Senators? You know, you know, it's one of you know, it's one of those it's one of those games where it's tough matchup after tough matchup mm-hmm. after tough matchup. I get it, we're only we're only through three games in the regular season for the on the Maple Leaf side of the schedule. But uh with tough matchups come great matchups and when you get great matchups like the Battle of Ontario presented live in Scorchbank Arena last night, you get great results from other games that you know are going to be tough games to win. Uh, Ilya, uh, before the before the game, Sheldon Keith said in a in a media conference that 
my reason to not play Matt Murray was because during the morning skate, he ended up not feeling well. Uh, reporters asked him if, if it had anything to do with COVID or the coronavirus or whatever it was. And he said, no, just uh, he wasn't feeling too well, so we decided to take him off shift. And that made the decision that Ilya Samsonov was going to get the start against Ottawa. Uh, You can listen to that at the Toronto Maple Leafs' YouTube channel. And I'll bring, and I'll bring, and and I might bring it up as a snippet of the conversation. I might bring it up a little bit on our podcast feed for On the Ice Behind the Benches, a reminder to On the Ice Behind the Benches. There is a pullout called What Do You Think the the Leafs fans should cheer the team on moving forward in the season? You can you you can you can put in your votes until Monday before the Arizona Coyotes game begins. At least I believe I said till Monday, but I will double check that after we after we get out of here before I before we begin our show with the Leafs and Senators on the S behind the benches post game show. But all that aside. Here's another reason why this game was very, very tough. You look at the shot total. You look at the hits. I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know what you really called this game other than bang. The Battle of uh, Ontario begins with a bang because the hits certainly, certainly prove it. Ottawa they hit the do. Leafs. Ottawa beat the Leafs fifty-three times. Maple Leafs got the Senators thirty-seven times. Power play, we're even at power plays, which is great. Which is great if you're thinking of a challenging game. Hmm. And as I mentioned, the shots are thirty-two and twenty-eight, which is. Also an interesting game. Let's talk about the let's talk about the third period where Ottawa and and the Maple Leafs really got things going. So obviously it's a three-two game, and if you saw the Capitals game, you realize, oh, it's a tough game, and 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 that and that it was. It was a tough game. Obviously not the way many, many people thought it was going to go. As I'm sure we all thought it was going to be a high-scoring affair, which it was going that way. But when you've got so much time and effort on the period and nothing is going your way in either period, you've got to be able to capitalize. And if you can't capitalize when things are going your way, there's something wrong, and you need to figure out what is wrong, but you can't do it 
during the game unless it's you know unless there's a break in the action. All right, so let's get right down to the three stars, and I don't have them on. I don't have them up here, but can you at least tell us the, who the three stars of the game were? Okay, so um, I'm gonna try and pull up uh, my. I'm gonna try and pull up on my computer who the three stars were. If I can, give me a second. I will allow you to uh, share your screen just in case you want to share it. No, no, no. It's okay. You you share your screen. I'll pull up the three stars by myself. Eh? Okay, very well. Reminder to everybody, the shots on goal in this game, 30, 32 for the Maple Leafs. 28 for the Senators. And as Thomas mentioned, they hit 37 for Toronto and 53 for the Senators. Both teams went to the penalty box twice. And each of their special team power play units scored on one of those two tries. <clears throat> the Ottawa Senators the Ottawa Senators will battle will will move on from this game and battle their next opponent and I'll let Thomas in, let you in on that as he as I'm sure he will on on the ice and behind the benches If you're tuning in to On the Ice and Behind the Benches before this podcast, then that is completely all right. As a reminder to you, we have got leftover thoughts for the Buffalo Bills and Chiefs game coming up in one of our segments, our final segment. But coming up in our next segment, after we take a break, we are going to move on from our post-game show to looking at the MLB playoff bracket. Yes, we are going to take a quick look into the MLB and bring you up the playoff bracket. As I share my screen here, I'll actually bring that up for you so you can see what we're going to cover in our next segment coming up. Ali will join us for this segment as well. And if we can still, and if we have him, we'll have him for our leftover segment, kicking us into the end of the, into the end of the, into the end of the show today. And just a reminder, we will have a post-game show right after all over the map in our studios for Chiefs and Buffalo. So, Thomas, you are welcome to join us for that post-game show as well. And here you go. Here is what we'll be covering when we come back. But right now, let's move back to hockey. Thomas, do you have your three stars? Still looking for them. 
All right. So with that being said, we'll pause there and actually take the break um, after we go to our MLB segment. So while we wait for you, Thomas, to do this, what are your, let's take a look at our MLB postseason picture. Now, obviously, we know the Toronto Maple, sorry, the Toronto Blue Jays, not Maple Leafs, are out of the playoffs due to the Seattle Mariners. But what, but what is your take on the series between the Houston Astros and the Mariners now that the Mariners are eliminated at that point in time? Well, I just think it was a it was a it was a thing coming. It it was a, it was it was Houston knocking on the Mariners' door saying, "You're happy now that you beat the Blue Jays. Congratulations!" But now you face us, who, as some people would always call, Houston always has a problem. I don't think they have a problem now since they are now in the American League Championship Series which is one step away from the World Series. But let's look at Yankees here. Yeah, let yeah, let's go let's go over to the Guardians and Yankees. Now the Yankees know very well that Yankees know very well that the if the Guardians beat them, they are out. No questions asked, they're out. However, however, Houston <laughs> has never faced the Guardians before. They've faced the Yankees, they've faced the Rays, they've faced the Mariners. And I'm pretty sure they faced the Blue Jays. Can't face the Blue Jays because the Mariners beat them. The Mariners have beaten them all three games. Guardians are a challenge for the Astros. But with a challenge comes a great test. And with a great test comes a great World Series championship match. Let's look at. Let's look at the NL Championship Series, which is in place. It's locked. You can have Philadelphia. Yes, the Phillies defeated the Braves. One step, one step closer to the World Series. But last the night, Phillies you beat got the, the Dodge. You got the. Sorry, go ahead, Thomas. But in the Phillies' way of making it to the World Series, you've got the Padres, who just eliminated the one and only Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes. How does this series go? How does this series go when it when we talk about World Series? 
for me, I think it's a wait and see. I think this game is not going to go in three. I think it's going to go Phillies in four. All right, so the NLCS is up, is up. And again, we will probably put this out on YouTube, but if we don't do that, what what will happen when we share our screen is I will, or is, or sorry, when a shared screen happens on this podcast, I or Thomas will go into detail on what is being shown on screen. Just for those of you that are listening to the audio podcast, which is currently what we have right now. So with that being said, if Cleveland wins today, that game getting set to go at seven o'clock tonight. If they win today, the Yankees are done. But if the Yankees win, if the Yankees win, it'll come down to tomorrow night at 7.07 in the Bronx. Winner moves on, loser is done. So if the Yankees win today, they will have a chance to close the door on the Cleveland Guardians at the Cleveland Guardians at home on Monday. Winner faces Houston. As for game one of the Padres and Phillies series, that will be played in San Diego. But there is a time to be determined. We will revisit this on Thursday. But let's see, Thomas, do you have the three stars now so we can move back to hockey for a bit? Yes, I do. All right. So what we're going to do here is is we are actually going to take a break at or after Thomas does our three does his does the three stars for the Toronto Maple Leafs and we'll come back we'll relook at the MLB postseason give you the three stars if it went the Sanders or the Maple Leafs way give you the player of the game and that will wrap it up with a with our final segment what are some of our leftover thoughts heading in, heading into bills versus chiefs so let's get so let's not waste any more time before we get to the break and hear from thomas who the actual three stars of tonight's battle of ontario were on saturday all right, everyone. Tonight, Toronto Maple Leafs, Ottawa Senators, or better known as the Battle of Ontario. Three stars were Justin Hall, William Nylander, and he was Phila- He was Philadelphia, and now he's an Ottawa Senator, Claude Giroux. Those are your three stars, courtesy of Sportsnet. 
where you can find all of the hockey action now by using Sportsnet now or go on to the NHL I the NHL official app and look for everything you need to know in the hockey world and beyond. Your three stars right, once again stars. are Justin Hall, William Nylander, and Claude Giroux. Scott, the floor is yours. All right, those are the three stars of tonight's Battle of Ontario on Saturday. A reminder, the Maple Leafs are going toe-to-toe against Arizona on Monday. The Penguins going toe-to-toe with the Montreal Canadiens on Monday. Tampa Bay Lightning back in action on Tuesday. Before we get down to our picks of the three stars, who does Ottawa play, Thomas, coming out of this game? So just like So just like Tampa Bay, Ottawa's next game is not until Tuesday. So a day from today. When they host the Boston Bruins in Ottawa. All right. So once again, for this part of our post game, I'll run through it again. The Maple. Leafs playing tomorrow against Arizona. The Senators playing Tuesday against the Boston Bruins in in Ottawa. And the Pittsburgh Penguins are playing the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal. The Tampa Bay Lightning are playing the Phillies on Tuesday in Tampa Bay. So that is going to do it for our post-game show edition. But but on the other side, it rolls on into pre-game mode as we take one final look at our postseason bracket and then move on to the NFL as we get set. As we get you set for Bills versus Chiefs. A reminder that kickoff is is about a few hours away from now. It is the Bills and Chiefs will kick it off from Arrowhead at 4:25. This show will be dropping before that. If it drops then, if it drops during the game, do not hesitate. You do not need to join us quickly for the post-game show. That will be happening after I talk with Ali Musa of All Over the Map. But we were, but we will, but right now we're taking a, we're taking a break and coming back with postseason bracket, final look, and then our final thoughts before Buffalo goes toe-to-toe 
with Kansas City. And if you missed it earlier on TSN, on Sunday NFL Countdown, Chris Berman was on to take us on a little bit of a memory lane. Not something that Bills fans want to remember, but but there was some good that came out of that game. All right, final thoughts of Bills and Chiefs. Postseason bracket, it all it's all coming up when we continue after the after this break. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com All right, welcome back to this recording of the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor. And we are joined, as always, by our co-hosts, Ali Musa and Thomas McGregor. Right now, we're joined by Thomas. So let's get right back to right get, getting right back to it. We did not do our player of the game for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators game Battle of Ontario. But Thomas, even though I have the MLB page up here for the bracket, as we take one final look at it, who is your player of the game for both sides? So for me, so for me, Ottawa on the Ottawa side, my player of the game, and we'll talk about this on my on the S behind the benches podcast. For me, my Ottawa Senators player of the game has to go to uh, Claude Giroux. I get it; he's a three star, but I but I kind of appreciated what he kind of brought out as an Ottawa Senator. Yeah, it's not the start that they want it, but it's it is a game in the end, so and it is early. So yeah, I, not much I could say about it, but he did have a good performance in, at least in my opinion. Uh, as far as my players a game for the Maple Leafs goes, it's gotta be um, it's got to be, ooh, is a, the, the least one is a tough one. I'm going to go with uh, William Nylander on this one. He's my player of the game. Or I guess you could say old Maple player of the game. And that's okay, player of the game. That's okay, player of the game, old Maple Leaf of the game. It doesn't matter. Well, excuse me now. Even though he made the three stars, just like I said with Claude Drew, I think both those guys had a great performance. Yeah, it was a tough game, 
But with tough games, like I said before, comes greater, comes greater, comes greater games, and a learning experience as it was for, as it was portrayed on Hockey Night Canada last night. Well, that, well, that they do, well, that they do, or well, that, well, that they do. All right, quickly here before we get to our our wrap up of our postseason picture bracket. Um, my player of the game for the Maple Leafs or bold Maple Leaf of the game has to be William Nylander. Uh, he was really good. He did make the three stars, um, and it showed in his ability. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit later on the other side of the show, uh, on, on the ice and behind the benches. Um, for Ottawa, I have to give it to the goaltender because I mean, yeah, despite the loss, you still, you still, you still kept it close. Despite the loss, it still was close. So, if you like, if you hadn't made any other big saves when you had to do so, the the Maple Leafs may have may have ran away with the game. And the offense again was able to back you up. All right, so with all that being said, we'll take one final look at our at our MLB season post postseason picture. And as we mentioned, if the if the Guardians win today at seven o'clock, both the ALCS and NLCS will be set. The NLCS is set, scheduled to get going from San Diego. And I'll bring that and I'll bring up the schedule again here. That series gets going on Tuesday, time to time of that to be determined. The Guardians will play again on Monday if they do not win today. So a lot is riding on the team right now. We're getting close to the end of our show here. So let's wrap it all up with our final thoughts before Bills and Chiefs. We'll start with you, Thomas. The last well, time. Before, you- well, hold on. Before we talk Buffalo Bills, I just want to. I just want to let everyone know. I just want to ask everyone a question. On right, the MLB side side of things, and we can we can talk about the answers on Thursday pod. But my question here is: Yankees Guardians have to play on Monday. Who do you think has the better chance of making it past the Houston Astros and going into the World Series? Mm. That's a good question. I'll, we'll put you, that I'll, out. I'll ask. I'll ask you, Scott, before you put that out. When we're done with the podcast, do you think the Yankees are better against Houston, or the Guardians are the better team? Uh, 
Um, I feel like the Guardians might be the better team because, I mean, as you've mentioned, it's a it's a uh, competitive team against the competitive team. And again, the Guardians are in their first year as an MLB team coming from the Cleveland baseball team and the Cleveland Indians, who they were originally known as. So now they're called the Guardians. So in my book, I got I got the I got the Guardians going here. I think the Guardians are gonna play Houston. Where do they play? Probably probably Houston. We'll see. Mm. All right, let all right. Before I talk about the NLCS, which watch talk about that on Thursday. And this will be a part that'll be a part of the question as well. Let's get into our final segment, which Scott, you've called it leftovers, leftover thoughts before Chiefs, Bills, which goes in in roughly a couple of minutes or a few hours from now. Yes, again, the start time of this game. Yes, again, the start time of this game, 425 Eastern time is when it will kick off. So let's get final thoughts in here. And Thomas, well, actually, first of all, let's do a little bit of history here. The last time these two teams met was back in the playoffs. And everybody who's a Bills fan and a K- and a Kansas City fan remembers last time these two teams met back in October or or sorry yeah well whenever the AFC uh divisional game was they lost they lost that game in a very, very close game. It was very, very, very close. Last meeting they had in the season, the Bills won the game. 38 to 20 at Arrowhead. And this one is at Arrowhead as well. So Thomas, let me start with you with leftover thoughts here and we'll get Ali's take on this if he, if he joins us. Um, well, let, well, let, well, let me let me be the first to say we all remember the memory lane game. The because it helps us treat customers like. Sorry, sorry about that. That was in the background. Continue. We all remember that I. Iconic. Yet, yet somewhat not memorable. Yet somewhat not memorable championship game that everybody was talking about even after the game was done. It was the Chiefs, it was the Bills, an AFC championship rematch, this time in the divisional championship series game. AFC divisional championship game. And they put on a show. They put on probably the most must-see football that we saw 
ever in our lifetimes last season that these two teams met. I mean, and everybody, everybody's talking about the 13 seconds from that <laughs> game. Uh, it, it, it really would have mattered, but the Bills did not get the football at all in that game, and the Chiefs win, eliminating the Buffalo Bills. It's, it, it's hard so to imagine that they win in the regular mm-hmm. season and then they lose it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so back on what I'm about to say here, that aside on the leftover, on the leftover thoughts, I'm expecting a big game. I do think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And you, you can make the argument that this is not going to come down to defense. And I think it's going to come down to defense. But, again, you have offense. If the offenses don't show up early, you know, you know, you know very well that it could be a defensive game. Uh, as far as quarterbacks go, back at Holland doesn't have to worry too much for another because after what they went through last week, because. Chiefs Nation, as mentioned in the game preview, that Chiefs oh, yeah, yeah. That See, game preview there was on. Was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, Chiefs Nation, Josh Allen does not have to worry about the Roadrunner in Tyreek Hill. He's out. He, he went to Miami. Allen's already faced Tyreek Hill. And he gets another shot to do so in the coming weeks. But Mahomes still has other guys that Allen had faced before. And he's got a new and he's and he's, and he's got a couple of new guys. Mahomes' issue is the return of Tredavious White, the defense of the Buffalo Bills. If Tredavious White plays in today's game, and and maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But in my opinion, that if he plays, but I look at it, if he plays. And it and all goes well. We could be looking at a different type of Bills Chiefs game. And who knows? Maybe 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 we see what happened in the playoffs. Maybe this game ends up having to go to overtime. It's it's gonna be fun to watch. Those but, are just uh, some of my last overtime. Yeah, it, it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, I do have a few leftover thoughts here, but first of all, I just want to let you guys know that 
as mentioned in one of our podcasts uh, on Thursday is when I mentioned this when we opened it up. Uh, Tredavious White will not play today on Sunday against the Chiefs, but he has been activated. Will he play against Green Bay on Sunday night in week eight? Well, we don't know. We'll have to see what happens with the bye week. But he could play in week nine. It looked like he could, it's looking like he might play week nine. Will he play week eight? It all remains to be seen. Today he will not play, but the Bills get back a few people that were on the injured list and and will be playing today. Again, this game gets started at 425. You can watch it on CBS. It is going at it is going down at Arrowhead Stadium in GEHA Field. Yes. So Arrowhead Stadium, more specifically, that is where the game is going to kick off. And you know what? I, I, I actually have maybe one or two leftover thoughts. Uh, if Ali joins us here, um, I don't know if he will, but he will be sending. But, but I'm going to thank him right now for joining us for half of the Pittsburgh Penguin postgame segment. Uh, thanks in large part to being able to send me these recordings so that I can get them on the episode and get them good to go. Uh, Leftover thoughts for me for Buffalo, and maybe some keys to the game. Uh, First of all, you're coming in to Kansas City. You're favored to win. You're favored to win this game. And it looks like Casey is the underdogs. But basically, just play your football. Just play your football. I'm not expecting too big of, or I'm not expecting too many big plays uh, for the Buffalo Bills, but I am expecting Josh Allen, uh, Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, and and everybody else to do their part. Maybe we'll see James Cook. Well, actually, oh, I'll have to check to see if he is going to play. I think in one of the uh, newsy items that we had, he was not going to play for the rest of the year, but we'll, but I'll check that out again. Uh, but anyways, we may see Devin Singletary go off. Vaughn Miller, it, this looks like it could be a Vaughn Miller game defensively for the Buffalo Bills. And that leads me to my takeaways, or sorry, to my, to my keys to victory for the Bills. First of all, I want... First of all, I want to see you get I want to see the Bills get ahead and try to stay ahead. And that means don't make any questionable calls on defense and don't make or and and stay in your lane when you're on in on offense. Run your route. Make sure that you fool the D, the, the KC defense to this to that to that way. 
my second key to this game for the Buffalo Bills to win. Be cautious with the football. We've seen it in the games prior to this one, how Buffalo has been cautious with the football, but sometimes it's ended up in the opposition's hands on a pick, on a pick that's led to a touchdown or a pick that has ended up in the end zone for a touchdown oppositionally. So be very, very tight when you're, when you are trying to throw the football or trying to get the football away from the defense. In this case, get the football away from the offense of the opposition. And number three, I have three takeaways here. Or sorry, three key, three keys to the game. Number three, avoid, avoid any, avoid as many penalties as possible. Penalties have come. Penalties are penalties that come against you. Um, and this for both sides of the team, and this for both sides of the ball, actually, for Buffalo and KC to win. But we've seen in games where penalties have hurt teams and caused the other team to win. So you so be mindful of penalties if you want to win this game, whether you're the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. Anything else to say, Thomas, before we wrap up? And and uh Ali can listen to this on or before he sends it to me so I can get it going. Uh, this will drop right be, this will drop right before kickoff as we get set for Bills and Chiefs. Thank you so much for joining us for thank you so much for joining us for this post-game edition of Pittsburgh Penguins and Tampa Bay Lightning of the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-2 victory against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll hope you join us for Bills and Chiefs post game coming up after the all over the map meeting that you'll see myself and Ali on. We will also I take do- a look. We'll also take a look mm. at the MOB postseason bracket. But thank you so much for joining us. Anything, anything you want to say, Thomas, before we wrap it up? Well, I just want to put out my three keys to victory for uh, both team for both sides of the ball, and and you mentioned one of them, so I'll start out with number one: uh, mindful penalties. Be mindful of how many penalties you're making, but also be mindful of the plays you make, and make sure that the plays you make are not, as you mentioned, questionable. So. Be, cautious, be very cautious with the ball. Uh, second key to victory on both ends of the ball is avoid interceptions. We've seen when you're playing, when you're playing the field, we've seen on offense quarterbacks feel like they've got the chance. They're going to get reception after reception all over the field. But that does not, but it sometimes doesn't seem to happen that way. So, so key to victory number two, 
for wins. Avoid interception. Don't get intercepted, to be, to be more specific. And number three. This goes on the kicking side of the field. Make field goals, but don't miss them. We've seen questionable field goals. We've seen good field goals. We've seen bad field goals. If you, if you, if you do not have enough airspace to get the ball through the upright, don't bother kicking the, don't bother kicking the field goal. Just try and go for it. If it works, congratulations. First down to 10. If it doesn't work, oh well, at least you tried. Uh, I and a lot and my last, and my final thought here is I do have a final prediction score. If it does not go the way I say it's going to go, which is in overtime, hopefully it goes to Buffalo's favor. But if it doesn't go all the way to overtime, I think it's going to be very close. It's definitely going to be high scoring. So I'm going to go with 40 for the Buffalo Bills. No, that no, that's too high. 30 for the Buffalo Bills and 20 for the Chiefs. I think this game right. is going to be a huge a huge game, but lot can happen in but lot can happen in the game when it starts. Reminder to fans, it is a 4:25 p.m. Eastern time start which gets going in a few hours from now, a few minutes from now, now since we are getting close to the one o'clock games. Yes, the all one o'clock games. With, all starting off with the Atlanta Falcons, uh, 49ers, Patriots, Cleveland, Jets, Packers, Colts, and and so on. Yes, uh, those, yes, the those 1 o'clock games kick off final. soon. But those are my final thoughts, Scott. And I want to say thank you, as always, for having me and Ali as your co-hosts on these shows. And uh, we'll all, and look forward to seeing you on the other side. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Before we go, though, a big thank you to Ali Musa for letting us use uh, this Zoom room as our studio for Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Uh, we will continue to be using this room for, for upcoming episodes. On the other side, we will talk on the ice and behind the benches with the postgame show for the Maple Leafs and Senators as it extends. But that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Big thank you to Ali and Thomas for joining me on this episode. Ali had a few things to take care of, but that's okay. He joined us for a bit of the Pittsburgh Penguins segment so he can hear the rest of the takes that were done during that segment. Enjoy this victory Sunday, Pittsburgh fans, and enjoy your shakes at the Milkshake Factory because. You know that we've got a game on Monday, so get ready for that game on Monday against the Montreal Canadiens and Bills Mafia. 
I want to ask you now, because I know that this will be out on their social page prior to when our episode drops. Where are you repping Bill's Mafia from? So please let us know. This will be open and it's not a poll. So you don't need to, so this won't, so you won't have to worry about a timeline. But where, but again, where are you repping Bill's Mafia from? That is my question out to you guys. If you have any questions, thoughts, or things you would like us to discuss, whether they are sports or not, please let us know at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash for dash beginners dash podcast. And once again, that is https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast and it is not goodbye as Ali always reminds us it is until next time we will be back on monday after all over the map and after the football game for a post-game reaction to chiefs and buffalo bills we will also be back on thursday with a short post game for hockey as we take a look around the league of the N- of the NHL we will not be doing three stars or player of the game predictions but we will be doing but well, we actually will be going over the three stars of each game that we go over and we will do a who stood out to us part of the segment. We'll take another look at the MLB playoff bracket as the NL and ALCS spots wrap up to bring us the final four teams set to battle it out for a spot at the wild card round. Or sorry, not wild card, World Series. And then we will talk some NBA as the NBA also is getting started this week. Our first game is on the 19th for the Raptors. So we will have a post game probably before our Thursday episode. So be sure to stick around for that. As always, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Have a great week, everybody. This is your host, Scott McGregor, alongside my co-host, Thomas McGregor, host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, saying, we'll see you next, we'll see you this Thursday. I will see you Monday with Ali or, or with Thomas to talk Buffalo Bills right after all over the map. on this podcast right here in sports for beginners Until and we then. also or hold on and we also will be talking to you after the raptors game first game of the season so until then hold fast stay true let's go penguins let's go maple leafs let's go buffalo and we'll talk to you after the game.
thank you so much for listening to the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you have any questions, thoughts, or things you'd like myself and my co-host to talk about, then feel free to DM me on Twitter at ScottMcGregor3. Again, that is ScottMcGregor3 with no number sign on Twitter. You can also feel free to visit our website at our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sport dash four dash podcast dash beginner dash podcast that is https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sport dash four dash beginner dash podcast and it is not goodbye and it is not goodbye it is until next time